The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where James Breakwell, that's me, and Steve Olivas, a licensed psychologist and marriage counselor, solve your long-running marriage issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing, Steve? I am ready for action. I am locked and loaded, man. What do we got going on this week? Do we you have got a good a, question for we, us? We always have good questions. I don't know why you'd even ask that. We only get good questions. <laughs> My bad. Here is the, the reader email this week. <clears throat> My girlfriend and I are moving at different paces in our relationship. We've been dating for about one month, and she has already told me she loves me and guilted me into saying it back, even though I wasn't ready to say it. She also casually talks about us getting married, even though we're still very early in the relationship, and I'm still not completely sure she's the one, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. Can you save this relationship, or should I just break it off? All right, I'm going to toss it to you oh, right away, and you can bring wow. your oh. usual doom or gloom scenario oh. right, right off the bat. <laughs> <clears throat> wow, that's a great setup, James, for uh, a, a good answer. <laughs> did did uh, is that all that the email said? Yes, that is the full extent. I know you'd like okay. a detailed backstory on all of them, but we got to make it a little challenging here. <laughs> well, I just I want to know age, and uh, just let me put it out there to people: if you're going to write in, let me know your age, because that does have some to do with my answer. I'm going to guess that these are young. Like just uh, the wording in the question made it sound like a kid. That was like not kid, kid, kid to me, James. Like you, for example. <laughs> that's, younger, ever, that's everyone weird, forty like and under for you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably early twenties. Just given. Actually, I'm going to say mid twenties. If uh, she's kind of entering the station in life where girls kind of want to start finding a guy to settle down with and have kids that. I don't think guys hit that station quite as early as girls do, not only in life, but even in a relationship. Like, even if they're both 28 and kind of looking to settle down, I think girls probably get a sense of this is going to work or not work ahead of guys. She might be that woman. She might not. She might be a little nutty. I don't know based on the question, but I will say this. It's not a binary situation where you either save the thing or you break up with her. You can't pump the brakes a little bit. This doesn't have to be an all or none. She may want it to be an all or none because ideally she's been dreaming of her wedding day since she was 12 like a lot of girls do. But pumping the brakes might be good for her too because she's jumping the gun a little bit if after only a month she is convinced that this guy that she doesn't really know very well is going to be a perfect match for her forever and ever amen so i would say to him james that he could do both of them a service by just having a talk with her it's hard for kids in their 20s to know how to have an intimate conversation like this but uh maybe an older friend is <laughs> maybe not a guy maybe a girl can kind of help him with the wording uh, a therapist certainly could, but I don't think he needs therapy. But just to sit down and say, listen, I'm just not ready for that yet. And it's not because I don't really like you. I just don't know if this is going to be the long-term thing for either of us. So let's hang in there for a while and just see how it goes. Get to know each other. Let's get through our first couple of arguments because relationships aren't built when times are good. They're built when times are bad. I know I've said that before, but everybody gets along when they're happy. It's the relationships that can get through conflict that are sure to stand the test of time. And so that is, that's kind of my overview answer to this poor kid who's fretting James, I think, over probably not a whole lot of a big deal. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to agree that it's probably not that big of a deal. I mean, I, I don't see why if you're slightly uncomfortable or think it's moving too fast that you have to instantly break up. I mean, it's not it's yeah. not like she's asking for an engagement ring right away. And the whole point of dating is to figure out if you are compatible. So, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think that's the whole end game for everybody, even for guys in the back of your mind. I know it was always the end game for me when you're dating. It's like, is this the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? It's something you evaluate. So, I don't think anybody's asking him to make that decision at the one month mark. I think he's got plenty of time. Uh, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that he he knows where she wants this to go. I mean, maybe she could have been a little more subtle about it. Uh, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's any reason to abandon ship and run away. Uh, you also have to remember, and I may be stepping a little bit out of my depth here, but uh, you know, love, at least in part, is a is a you know a biochemical response, and the the strong one of the strongest chemicals, the most intense one you feel, is the one that comes up front. I couldn't tell you what it's called, but it's kind of the one associated with infatuation. But the you know the butterflies in your stomach and all that, sure. the most intense part of it, that's what you get up front. Uh, and if you think that's love or you call that love, that's what you feel at the start. And, uh, you know, later on, if you're with somebody for a long time, you're not going to get butterflies in your stomach every time you talk to them. You're not going to get those same intense feelings. It's more of a long-term companionship kind of thing. In fact, if you if you had those crazy butterfly in your feeling stomachs all the time, uh, it would probably kill you. I got to think after a while, you would, you would <laughs> overdose on those endorphins. So maybe, maybe that's a simple matter of, of what she's talking about here. Maybe she's talking about the feeling part more than anything. And that may, may sure. be very well what she is experiencing. Maybe he's not experiencing it in the same way, but that doesn't mean uh, he has to change his name and flee the country. I think he could ride this out and see where it goes. <laughs> and if they're upfront with each other, they can probably, you know, break up amicably later on down the road if they figure out it's not going to work. So I think, I think they're in a good position from that perspective. Well, and ha first of all, James, my wife feels something in the pit of her stomach when she thinks of me, and I don't think it's butterflies. <laughs> but secondly, I think having practicing that kind of conversation, that, that's why I think they're both young. Like, he's freaked out by it because... And think of how you were when you were 23 or 24. Like, even though I, I think you might have been married already by that time, but you still weren't real good at being in a mature relationship because you didn't have enough life under your belt yet. And so for, for the boy, for the guy in this scenario to just practice having that kind of calm, rational conversation that has an emotional undertone with a woman, with his girlfriend or partner, I think that's good practice for anybody for later in life and right now in life. And it's good for her to be able to weather that kind of storm and know that I can survive having someone give me feedback like that. And it's not catastrophic because I didn't talk to Dr. Steve, who said you got to break <laughs> up and never get married for the rest of your life. Yeah, I was uh, I was married at 22. I had just turned 22. Uh, my wife and I met when I was 18. We were just right at the start of uh, right at the start of college. I figured I found one girl who'd put up with me, and that was it. I, I settled in, so I, I had the opposite problem. Although I do remember. Uh, and this incident is debated. My wife thinks I may or may not have made it up. I don't. She she seems to have no memory uh -oh. of it whatsoever. But there was some kind of. I, I was at her parents' house at one point a year or two in the relationship, uh, and I remember she had, um, I think she had a, a, an AOL instant messenger profile that you could set to pro private or so something along that. There was some sort of online bio that had been set to private, and I saw it. She pulled it up and showed it to me, and in this, the, uh, the relationship status, it said something to the effect of, taken, he might be the one. 
And I thought, and that did kind of, that did kind of freak me out a little bit at the time. Yeah, sure. Uh, in hindsight, my wife says it never happened. So I don't know if I dreamed that or what, but I could have swore it was, it was fairly traumatic at the moment. So I guess I could see where he's coming from. <laughs> at the same time, I, you know, I always had marriage in the back of my mind anyway. I wasn't going to, uh, I didn't want to date somebody for four years of college and be like, oh, by the way, I hate you. Let's never see each other again. So I sure. think you, no, I th you're right. And I think it's important to have, you know, at least early on lay out those goals, especially if you're out of college, because if she is thinking seriously about marriage and he, you know, if he's somebody who never wants to get married or thinks that marriage is something you do when you're 35 or 40, uh, it's important for him to say that now too, because if he thinks, well, maybe I could put up with you or maybe we can get married, but not for another decade, uh, you know, going too <laughs> slow is just as much of an issue as going too fast. So, you know, it maybe it's important to lay all those cards on the table. Well, and I, this is why it, you, like 18 year olds should not get married. Like for boys, at least we're barely even human beings at 18. <laughs> like you haven't reached the level of maturity to know how to navigate this kind of, this isn't a conflict per se, but it takes a difficult conversation that you have with your spouse and, or your girlfriend at this point, but you have to sort of envision, I have to have these conversations with my spouse at some point. I need to get good at doing them. And you can't get good at doing them by watching your parents do them. You have to kind of step into it and see how you react and how it feels internally to be a part of it. So I encourage the kid. I think I, good for you to recognize this and not get trapped into a marriage that you're miserable or get engaged, for God's sake. And all of a sudden, everyone is expecting you to go through with it. And now the pressure's on. Now, you have an opportunity for a lot of personal growth for you and for her. So I, I wish you well, man. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know that, that conversation would be would be that hard. I'll uh, I'll give you a few sample lines. Just say, hey, this is great. We're having fun. I do want to, you know, I want to get married to somebody someday, and maybe that's you, and maybe it's not. But let's just kind of see how things go, and and maybe not uh, James, say the M word I, I for a while. Don't say to a girl who is feeling that, hey, we're, this is, we're having a lot of fun, baby doll. That is okay. gonna piss so, her off. New so new advice: Don't that. repeat any of the words I just said. <laughs> say none of them. <laughs> that's the that's the real secret to this podcast. If you want to stay in a healthy relationship, <laughs> listen to what I say and do the opposite. But take your take your sentiment and uh, clean it up a little bit because your sentiment is spot on. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're about at the 10 minute mark and assuming he doesn't, we are indeed. yes, assuming he doesn't repeat anything I just said, it sounds like he'll be in a good position <laughs> to make this work. Uh, any closing thoughts for us, Steve? No, I think I wrapped it up pretty well. And really for anybody, these this is where the grit of a, of a relationship is made. That uh, being able to understand how you feel and articulate it, that is the connective tissue of good relationships. And read your partner. That kind of communication is what keeps people close. All right. Well, we have uh, possibly saved yet another relationship. If you have a relationship issue you want us to resolve, please email it to me at jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with the E. All questions are anonymous, and we'll we'll get it on here. We'll take a crack at it, and uh, you know your anonymity will be protected. Uh, you can also direct message it to me on Twitter at explodingunicorn without the E there, just to make it confusing. So thank you for joining us for another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that is 10 minutes of your life you will never get back.